0: You're listening to How Yoshi Did Podcast with Yoshi Obayashi. But don't you ever all be sad? Lean on me when times get bad. When the day come, noise down, in the river
1: trouble. Welcome to the new episode of Yoshi Den. I'm back in North Something Something in Southern California. <laughs> with Rosie Tran
0: his favorite guest
1: and this show is sponsored by um, uh, Freddie Korea down in Las Vegas Um, he has a podcast called thanks for the invite and also Edwin Savon's comedy show at Planet Hollywood
0: oh I know Freddie I was on his podcast
1: yeah so uh, I want to thank both of those guys and uh, welcome back yes I have Rosie on because I'm too lazy to book Someone else. And Rose is very reliable. She's Asian. She actually have a personality. So <laughs> Thanks. And I wanna also thank your husband Andrew for um, um kind enough to let me barge in and um help me Yeah. My friend my, my, my friend Ernie who's been doing the audio work and stuff, he's so busy right now and um you know, he just finished helped me with the last episode. So I don't know where that show's gonna go. I don't know where i find a way to upload, so I'm hoping <laughs> Freddie will help me and I hope um, Andrew could help me too, so anyway, thanks for doing the show, Rosie.
0: You're welcome. We're just talking about actually you were wanting to go to E3. Yes. I think that's interesting because I don't even care or know about it. <laughs> so my husband Andrew works in the video game industry and Yoshi's gonna go with him. Yes. Yeah, so why were you trying to get in for 13 years?
1: Um, it's one of those places like you want to go in when they don't want you to go. <laughs> okay. I don't even know what e, e, you know, one of those three E stands for, but obviously it's the biggest convention in the whole world for video game industry. And I haven't played video games in a long time, but um, whether you like it or not, video game is the feature. It's, 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 um, it's got a huge cultural influence and we're a comic, so I guess we're interested in, in things that uh, relate to young people. But games are just amazing. Even, you know, ESPN 2, the channel 2 for ESPN, they had this thing last weekend, eSports, which is a bunch of kids playing video games for prizes and money and awards.
0: Oh, I want to talk to you about eSports because there's a big debate whether or not they consider it real sports, quote unquote, Right going on right now and a lot of people are saying yes this is taking I guess it's kind of like the the argument people have about NASCAR where a lot of people say NASCAR is a sport you have to be athletic you have to have skill this and that and some people say no you're just driving a car you know and that NASCAR
1: is a uh, sports I don't care what people say so, I'm just saying what the yeah, argument is yeah yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. so but I guess we, it's a similar argument with the uh, with the esports
1: I don't think I, I don't think it is sports in the traditional sense you know, I, I, I think it's why some people, one of the, some older folks are offended by it because they have a romantic notion of sports. You know, it's supposed to build character and winning and losing, um, things that you look up to a leader, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you could learn from losing too, how you respond to learning too from uh, losing. But it's, it's I guess it's really offensive to those kinds of people when you see a bunch of guys, nerdy looking guys. If you consider candy, and sold as steroids for your sport. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Well, I guess it would be similar to uh, okay, so I I could see how people would be offended maybe comparing esports to maybe basketball or football, but I could see it being similar to golf because with golf, you're not taking a lot of physical exertion, but you are using a lot of mental exertion and a lot of planning and and, and sport and golf is for sure considered a sport. It obviously. is
1: it is a sport. So I it, think that's similar, you know, right?
0: Do you think that's a similarity? Uh,
1: one thing I keep hearing from a lot of the sports people uh, in uh, journalism and newspaper magazine and TV and radio that um, trying to hit a golf ball, it's, it's, it's like one of the most difficult things to do in sports. Like they say that is number one or trying to hit a baseball with a bat. Mm-hmm. So there's no physical contact like football and basketball. But These uh, are using mental
0: exertion. Mental right?
1: exertion, but you have to be physically gifted
0: too—the hand-eye coordination, you know. And uh, so, I'm, do you think that's similar with esports? I don't know anything about sports, obviously. So <laughs> I'm just like asking, as someone who's completely ignorant.
1: <laughs> I think it's going to be considered sports because the reality is there's money in it. In ESPN, recognize when some, you know, when you when you're going after these, sixteen to thirty-five demographic, esports are just massively popular. I don't think that money is equivalent to, say, professional basketball player or baseball player, football, but it's getting up there. So it, it's it's not the most manly thing to do, <laughs> but it is very popular. And I've seen people play, and some of the best players, and I don't I don't remember their nicknames, but I've seen them, Twitch and things like that. Yeah. I got handle it. It is very entertaining. You know, I, I couldn't do it. I grew up with sports you know, Space Embedder and, and Frogger. And <laughs> I
0: really. know you showed me all the, uh, the games at, at my house, the little dot. <laughs> yeah.
1: But, um, but I, do, I do find it very, very interesting, and it's really changing, right? Like, I'm going to Vegas tomorrow. Tomorrow's May 1st. May 2nd, big event in Vegas. Mayweather and Pacquiao's fighting boxing.
0: Yes, I've heard. I, everyone keeps talking about it. They're driving me nuts.
1: But look at Vegas. Okay, so you go to Vegas, f- very shiny, very fun place. Within an hour of that place, you know, maybe 70, 80 minutes of that, you know, they used to drop nukes, right? They used to do, they used to, you know, do uh,
0: testing in that area, you mean? Right. Okay, I'm like, wait, what, dropping nukes on Vegas? What's going on?
1: <laughs> um,
0: Nuclear testing in that area. That okay. area.
1: Also, within an hour of that place, you have a drone facilities. These are military facilities where young people, young guys, and I guess young women, are using drones. Literally, within an hour of Vegas, dropping bombs, God knows where, Pakistan.
0: Uh, Remotely. Uh,
1: in, Af- uh, in Afghanistan, places like that. Yemen. Yeah. Only in America you could have a places like that, where within our distance, they had a facility where they have these bombs that could destroy the whole world just fucking completely annihilate the whole world an hour away you're in this whole boulevard where most obnoxious lights, and you can gamble <laughs> you know what I mean like it's it's. that's why I've been here 35 years it's such a fascinating country like you know what I mean like there's nowhere there's no places like Vegas anymore anymore the whole world
0: isn't they, there they some just, crazy casino town like in China or some I, they, can, I, I can't remember the name but they tried was, to
1: emulate but
0: it's not the same right
1: it's not the same level like even that show like Ka 100 150 million production of doing shows like that I'm sure Chinese people are good at jumping around doing flips and stuff like that too but the level of entertainment in this country is like nothing you don't see that at all in the rest of the world our institution of higher learning college university there's no there's no place in the whole world have sports program like the way we do it's it's a multi-billion dollar industry those institutions are supposed to be there to teaching people but god damn it who make the most money in those colleges most of the time it's usually
0: the coaches right? coaches yeah. yeah so i know that i know the business side <laughs>
1: so, so it's, it's 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 interesting it really doesn't matter uh, what is that thing that Eisenhower, President Eisenhower, really uh, warned us? that the, the danger of the military- Military-industrial inter- industri- complex, yeah. yeah. Well, we're in a new phase, aren't we? It's the military-industrial-entertainment complex, you know.
0: But do- don't you think the entertainment complex is part of the mil- military-industrial complex? Because a lot of times it's used as a distraction so that people aren't paying <laughs> on paying attention to the military-industrial part.
1: Sure. I don't think most people care. Like, all this Wikipedia stuff with all this information, government doing stuff, really, I don't think most people really care. All those information are really available, but I don't... I don't you think, mean WikiLeaks? Yeah, I don't think most average American really cares about that.
0: But don't you think that's the problem? Like, why we're continuing yeah, on, it, on it, like this?
1: It, <laughs> it, 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 it is a problem, you know. Um, just going back with the video games, I, I don't think there's... Like army, you know, I support the military minus the all all that sexual harassment and things like that against women. But other than that, I think most um, I, I have a lot of respect for military. But they use video games to recruit military recruits. You know, like army have that game where I don't remember the name it, but I, I played it a little bit. You're you're just like um, private, you know. <laughs> you go basic training, then you learn to fight. You know, it's 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 um.
0: It's like a virtual world where you can practice.
1: Yeah. And I think someone way smarter than I have to bring that question. Right. Like if you if eventually if you have if you're only finding people with drones or um, I, I don't think it's going to be within my lifetime, but let's say you have like robots fighting for you. Well, why would anybody care on our side? we don't have casualty on our side, right? Like we, we were sending drones and robots, we were killing people overseas.
0: What's crazy to me is the ima- little amount that the mainstream in general knows about drones. I talk to a lot of people who don't even know what they are or yeah. don't even understand them. I, I'm really shocked by that. Do we just follow alternative media or do you talk to people that really know what drones are? I was talking about drone strikes with a friend of mine and he didn't even know what I was talking about. And he's a very educated and intelligent
1: Most people don't person. follow the current events, I don't think.
0: Like, he's like, what do you mean, drones? I was like, what do you... I said, drones? And he didn't know what they were. And he... Like I said, he's a very, very intelligent, you know, well-paid and yeah. smart business person.
1: Like, more people are offended by what my friend... I don't know if you consider you a friend, but Hunter Moore, the king of revenge porn. And I'm conflicted because on one hand, I'm not into the hacking stuff ever, violating somebody's privacy, but... I am i am fucked up that I did enjoy those pictures. <laughs> You know, but he, he never got in trouble for the revenge porn stuff. He got in, he, he did that because by law you're protected. That's a weird thing. Like, if you get the picture from third party,
0: he got in trouble for the hacking, right?
1: He got in trouble for hiring somebody who was hacking. Now, my, my understanding from Hunter that he didn't hire him to do that, but to not drag on the court, just there's times like it's better to admit you're guilty so you serve less time. Oh, maybe he is guilty he's lying to me. I have no idea.
0: What I don't understand about Hunter is that he seemed... First of all, he's a he was a very nice guy, and he seemed like he had this... He just... He didn't seem like he would create a revenge porn website. Like, I followed him on Twitter, and, I, and it seemed like he was, like, a pretty positive guy with his Twitter following. Like, he would give giveaways and do these, like, fun things and, like, have people...
1: He, he hated strippers, he hated porn people.
0: And he also didn't like... Um, I talked to him about hooking up with like underage girls and he was like, Oh, I feel weird about it. And he 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 liked girls, obviously, and hooking up with girls, but he seemed to have some type of moral code. So it was like a really odd duality.
1: See, we were talking about the hunter he is.
0: Like, he seemed like a really moral guy. <laughs> when, the few times I, I met him. <laughs> I,
1: I, when I met his parents, I could not believe how wonderful parents they were. And they don't like the shit that he was doing his sister was missionary christian missionary. i don't know god knows where india or something like that and when i used to do podcasts with him he would tell people like no go back to school don't be a stripper this and that like he was complete opposite from my position you know and and you know you know what happened was i think he got carried away like you playing like a bad guy in uh, wrestling
0: and then you get embodied in that character right? yeah
1: it's so like you started playing that character you know? i
0: really don't think that was him when no. I met him, when I talked to him, I had some pretty interesting conversations with him. Actually, you know, he for, he was an animal lover. He stayed at my house. He was a huge animal lover, and he he loves his cats. He right? loves his cats. He loved my dogs. He seemed like a very good person, and if I didn't know anything about the revenge porn thing, I would I would never have guessed it from him. Yeah, yeah, he dressed a little bit, you know weird or alternative emo-y, whatever, but he, he was a really nice kid. He
1: he, he was playing this character and um, he stopped and uh, he got in trouble for something that he did in the past. So, you know, he's in trouble right now and um, I'm not saying anything that no one knows in news. It's kind of like, I'm a little sympathetic to Brian Williams because he exaggerated what he did in the past. newscaster. Yeah, newscaster. Now. So know. for
0: those of you who don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about Brian Williams, who is a newscaster, who supposedly exaggerated his claims in Iraq, right? Yeah. yeah. He
1: claims that his helicopter got hit by like RPG, rocket, propelled, grenades. But reality is he didn't. He was in like three or four helicopter afterwards. And I think when you're doing news in front of a camera, you don't really exaggerate. But you know, he's a funny guy. When you go like public speaking,
0: he was pretty charming, you, you, right? get, you
1: get kind of addicted to the laughter so you 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 exaggerate made up stuff and I think that's what co- co- uh, got him so you know what, what is he is he like um, traditional journalist like Bill Moyer and be serious and be factual all the but time? he's
0: not like he was in the running for the daily show and I could have seen him doing the daily show you know, maybe his comedic timing... He tim- hosted
1: SNL, for God's sake.
0: Yeah, maybe his comedic timing wasn't perfect, but it seems like he was more of an entertainment media personality. He yeah. wasn't a journalist. In my opinion, he wasn't a journalist.
1: If you're judging him as a journalist, what he did was wrong. Uh, and uh, he's not exactly my friend. I talked to him, but he's my friend's friend, Tom Peters' friend. His name is Carmen Gentiles. Gentiles. Mm-hmm. And he wrote a book called um, Kiss by Taliban. He was uh, interviewing like uh, afghan people and like he was in this last moment he was interviewing a couple of these afghan kids next thing you it goes black why because he got hit in the face with the rpg it didn't explode but it literally hit him in the face and didn't blow up and you see a footage afterward he was screaming and said did i lose my eye because he can't see moment right after getting hit in the face well he was very upset with this whole thing because a guy like him and women who does similar job as him they travel those dangerous places. Risking, People, their, lives, risking right? their lives, They're risking their lives. Yeah, and here's this guy with a com- uh, comfortable situation, exaggerating things. So that's why some of the veterans were really angry. I'm sure a lot of veterans were angry, and I'm sure the reporters were angry too, because Carmen got hit in the face with a rocket, for God's sake, <laughs> and he will, he will never get the kind of press that Brian Williams was getting. So I'm sure Brian Williams went to those places too, but he was always really, really well-protected area. But I think I could also understand you get addicted to the laughter. You know, you have room for people, you want to get them attention. So like he pro- he exaggerated, obviously, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, whether he's going to lose the job or not. But um, I think we all know that what he did was wrong. But I mean, is he a traditional journalist? I don't know. He's, he's more like entertainment to me.
0: Infotainment. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, uh, so I think Hunter's in trouble. We're going to find out what happened to him next month. Um...
0: It was just so weird for me to see him. I think he was on Dr. Phil or another show. And one of the victims was kind of confronting him. And he played like this... Like you said, a character where he was like, I don't care, whatever, I'm not going to apologize. Like this total a-hole. Yeah. And I just... It was like a different person when I saw him and met him the, the multiple times and when he stayed at my house. I I couldn't believe that he would even say that.
1: But that's one of those journal, uh, like a media 101. Like if you're nice and plain, people don't. You know what I mean? Like if you go to a room full of people and say hello, whatever, you don't get a reaction. But if you go to a room full and like, shut the fuck up, <laughs> you, make, you get all the attention. You know what I mean? So because when I meet him, I'm being completely blunt, honest here when you work in the porn business you see the same shit over and over you, you you're get like boring. jaded right you get jaded.
0: it's like boring
1: <laughs> and you, you think everything possible new could be made under the sun it's been made but like when I heard about Hunter via David Tell because he was in um, Village Voice uh, newspaper front cover um, I didn't know anything about him Tell just saw me holding it so, oh that was a good article so I read about him it's really interesting when I went to his website I'll be honest with you it was like it's like you've been addicted to a certain drug, and somebody made a bitter and horrible <laughs> drug. You know what I mean? And why 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 is that amazing? Because I get tired of watching fake shit. So porn is like ninety five percent fake. You know, it's not even sex anymore. You know, it's like yeah. this There's a guy named Mike Albo. He used to write for like porn newspaper and like AVN things like that. He said something really interesting. He said, "Run." Um, mid to late 90s maybe even like early 2000 the popularity of extreme sports right like these are traditionally like white guys maybe the black guys got them kicked them out of all the traditional sports (laughs) right so they create extreme sports what is it
0: like BMX yeah
1: skateboarding you know they ride a motorcycle go up and crazy you know all kinds of dirt bikes and stuff yeah yeah so so people have gotten paralyzed and get killed Cause every time somebody does something crazy, they get excited, but after a while they get tired of that. So they have to do more and more and more crazy stuff, right? To get the high. To get the high. The audience demand you do crazy stuff. So in porn, more and more crazy stuff. It's not even about sex anymore. They're like, oh that's crazy shit. Well me, I don't enjoy that. It's just like, well why don't I just beat you over the hammer with a hammer? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like when does it fucking end? Like
0: No, it's just funny that you said You that. you forget
1: it's okay to be nice to girl and have sex with her. <laughs> like they put girls here in toilets and stuff but like <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I watch it because it's 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 entertaining I guess. But it does nothing for my boner, you know what I mean? No. Like if they could they, they forget the, they forget, like people actually be nice to a girl and have sex with her. So like I, I'm from with Asakira, like she was disappointed because I told her, like, I never masturbated or stuff because she does all this extreme stuff. Like, I ju- I'm just not into that, you know? Like, I like girls being natural and having sex and, like, having orgasm or whatnot and doing things that they want to do. But all this weird, you know, 10 guys and one girl, whatever, or, it's too you much, know, just right? sped like, like, huh, you know, it's like, I, th- I <laughs> can watch it because it was my job, but, like... You know what I mean? Like, everything get extreme. So I think that's why hunters don't do this crazy stuff because when you spend time with him, he's nothing like that at all. Mm-hmm. He's a normal guy. So I think he got carried away. You know, like mob t- mentality. Like yeah. you know, we just talked about last episode in uh, uh, Baltimore. Individually, in most circumstances, most of those people will not burn shit and break stuff steel. But in a group, you know what I mean? Like
0: Everyone's doing it. They yeah. get to fight or flight. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I'm one of those weirdos like, no, it's just like I do it because I do it because I want to do it. I'm not, I'm not peer pressure at all. I.e. getting fired from Evil Angel. <laughs> i.e. from DVD say getting fired. But like, I'm just not, I'm not into that because I value making decisions for myself. I value doing things I want to do. I value things that if I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it. And people cannot respect it. They have a problem with that. So one common thing I learned in the last 10 years, people always say, yeah, we have a problem with you because we couldn't control you. But here's the thing, you don't have to control me. Like if I work for <laughs> if I mean like if I work for you, the job always get done. But these it's it's uh, what people don't understand is that I'm really not the problem. You're the problem.
0: Because you're trying to control someone else. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's so all this exaggerated stuff, I'm just not you know what I mean? Like I'm not into it. It's just so fucking stupid. And I cannot pretend like enjoying be part of a group where they're doing something stupid, you know.
0: It's funny that you said said that because I can't remember. I've only had two or three porn stars on my podcast, but I was talking to one of them. I can't remember which one about that, that, you know, as a woman, I, you know, when I look at pornography, I just want... Regular sex may be a little bit extreme, but when I look it's everything's so extreme yeah. you know and that doesn't turn me on and so therefore I usually just use my imagination if my husband's not around <laughs> It's like I'm resorting to my imagination because there's nothing with which what I want I'm not what I'm asking for isn't completely vanilla But I, like you said, I don't want to see some girl's toilet head getting shoved in a toilet I just yeah. want to see regular sex slightly extreme not punching in faces yeah. and other crazy things <laughs>
1: I'm not saying she wasn't into it. If you're a if you're, if you're girl into degradation, getting degraded.
0: But there should be more variety. I mean, it's more. But there, there's every, a lot of extreme but not stuff. Not
1: everyone in the movies, not every one of them. Like, nothing. Like, okay, there was a guy named Mike Adriano, and he's probably like number one director for Evil Angel right now or the last couple of years. And he did one thing that no other directors in Evil Angel have ever done. He actually asked me and, and my co-workers opinions about his movie.
0: Um, Did you feel uncomfortable to give your honest opinion? No. So he asked, but he genuinely cared. Because he, sometimes people ask and they don't really care. They're just trying to get praised. Yeah.
1: He asked me like what I didn't like. Like, I don't like this conversation where the guy will ask, like, Oh, so you're into anal. Like, every one of the girls that you ask that question, they're into it? I don't think
0: so. <laughs>
1: I don't think so. I really don't think so. He's, <laughs> uh, I, I don't want to be like porn con Academy 101 right here, <laughs> but America, things are supposed to come out of asshole, not in. <laughs> so for what, for everyone to do, and like some of the girls, like they're just in motion, like they want to get that money. You know what I mean? So of course, if you said, no, I hate getting fucked in ass, then it, then you're not working. You know what I mean? So... Um, I like I like why like Joey Severo would say like he usually like to find out what girl likes
0: and then do that
1: help her to become really good at that you know yeah um
0: that makes logical sense
1: yeah and and um, I don't know how many processes I've gone like sometimes there will be things that they're into like I, I don't mind it's like I'm not all about me <laughs> even though if I'm if I'm paying for it and sometimes they would do things that like I didn't even pay for um you you i''m I'm, I'm, I'm really big respecting women in that business. And um, a lot of guys, like going back to E3, they have a lot of good, those good-looking girls because a lot of them are awkward guys, can't talk to girls. So this is like one of the few times they actually have a chance to talk to a girl because they have to talk to, with those guys, <laughs> right? And I've been to enough porn convention where I see these really obnoxious fucking handicapped people. Like this is the only few times they have t- pictures with like scantily clad girls or sometimes even naked. And they're so fucking aggressive. I've been mean, they they tried to run me over a couple of times, in you know, those those mechanical whatever.
0: wheelchairs. Yeah, <laughs> I
1: fucking hate those handicap porn conventions.
0: They're like, move out the way. We want to look at hot girls.
1: <laughs> so I, I I I completely understand that. Um, just be respectful. Like if 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 the girls playing this role, like they're pretending like you, then play that too. But don't have a delusion that they're into you. I'm I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I've had girls that like me out of hundreds of them, maybe three or four, and we become friends and whatnot. A couple of them are friends on the Facebook where I'm happy they're married and have kids and everything like that. You know, like you, if you, if you're not just sometimes you just find not just for the sex but intimacy too. You know what I mean? Um, so anyway, I forgot what we were talking about. We're so,
0: talking about how I don't like the crazy aggressive porn and it's too much.
1: Yeah, and, and it's, it's 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 um we'll go back to these three in a minute, but like I don't know what costs what. Like, are they making these extreme movies because consumers are demanding, or they're making it and consumers are changing their taste because of I, I think, have no idea. I think
0: it's the second one, and I'll tell you why. Because a lot of times, people in industries they only do what they think they want to do. I'll give you a perfect example mm-hmm. that's very similar, even though you would think it's not similar. The car industry. So the car industry. Is constantly saying, people want more SUVs, people want more SUVs, people want more SUVs, Americans want SUVs, Americans want SUVs, Americans don't want small, small, you know, energy efficient cars. They've been saying this for over 10, 15 years. Yeah. The reason they say that is because uh, they make more money on big SUVs. Sure. And so, therefore, they weren't making energy efficient cars and they weren't making small cars because they were saying Americans don't want that. And we're saying, well, what about Europe? What about... They're so successful in Europe. No, Americans don't want that. They want big trucks. They want big cars. Well, guess what is the number one car in Toyota's line? The Toyota Prius. Yes. And so... And people are saying that's because gas prices are, are high and that's not true. It's because Americans want... Not all Americans like big cars, right. you know, and, and the majority of people ex- live in cities and in most cities, as you know, it's hard to find parking. It's hard to, yeah. you know, you want to have a car that's agile. And actually, you know, um, because uh, the car industry was, you know, very against Toyota releasing the Prius saying, oh, you're not going to sell any cars. You're not gonna. The first year the Toyota Prius came out, it was sold out, yeah. completely sold out. And now other car companies are copying that model and they have other copycat cars and other smaller cars and You know, Fiat America is doing very well, but they still keep pushing this idea that Americans want these SUVs. They're still to this day pushing it. Oh, gas prices are down now. SUV sales 20% higher SUVs, SUVs, SUVs. And it's because they are making money off larger cars. That's where they make their money. And also the car industry is in bed with the oil industry. So that's similar where the industry is making something they think people want, but it's not necessarily what they want. Because as you know, the porn industry is losing money, right? A lot of people are downloading stuff free, illegally. So it's really hard for them to make a gauge of what... I think back in the day, yeah, a Bukkake scene or something, you know, that was like really kink for people because most people live a boring life and they have sex with their wife or their husband over and over again and so it was something that was unique and different but now they're just going extreme because they're thinking that that's what people want and it's not necessarily because i've heard a lot of people saying it's too much even guys i've heard guys saying it's too much i just want to jerk off like i don't want to see a girl you know getting crazy i've heard a lot of guys saying that that it's just too much it's like
1: i haven't watched that show the empire oh and it's like a number one show, and like every week them is getting higher and higher each week.
0: With Terrence Howard, right? Huh? With Terrence Howard? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And of course, whenever they have success, they say afterward, like, of course, we should have done that a long time ago. But they didn't know that. But isn't it weird? Like, they didn't have a specifically show, the whole cast is black, and mainly for the black audience. And it's so popular, it's not only for just for black audience, but people who are not blacks. Whites, Asian, whatever they're watching, it's, it's, it's a huge success. But like here, here's like a show uh, entertainment that was kind of neglected for black people. Right. And, you know, it seems so obvious. But and some of my other comedians were like, well, there are plenty of show with black people and it's called Cops.
0: <laughs> Very uh, funny, Yoshi. <laughs> I didn't say that. I'm just saying a, a black show on mainstream, not on UPN, yeah. not like the Jamie Foxx show or whatever yeah. they had before. You're saying on mainstream network.
1: Yeah, they're, they're ignoring High-quality <laughs> network. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And eighty one, I haven't seen him in a while, but he has a show. Uh, Fresh off the boat. Yeah, and it's doing really, really well. And it's mostly Asian cast, you know. Um, maybe it's so obvious now that he, they're doing it, but, like, for years, they didn't have an Asian one since Margaret Cho did that uh, American Girl. American Girl. Yeah, 1994. So we don't know. I mean, you know, that idiot 100 years ago, some scientists said everything new it's been invented 100 years ago right yeah so there's gonna be plenty of other shows that we don't know that people are gonna be creating you know that I guess that's where the innovation and then the you know service. well
0: I think people forget and then you have to remind them because you know what was it? the Jefferson's was a top show in the 70s and 80s yeah you know there was a, there was all sorts of shows like that that were network good times yeah and they just kind of forgot I guess
1: yeah it's it's um that's a tough one there's two different interests obviously you have to have a business people and executive so you could sell those shows on network but you have to have artists and performers and people who actually make the product but there's a collision because they have two they want success but they have a different
0: idea of what idea it is. Yeah, yeah you know but I just think sometimes the industry dictates too much and they're not listening to people and then that's what and then when you do listen to people then there's a huge success like you said about Empire just like the Toyota Prius you know just like there's there's certain um, there there's a time when what the de- the ma- the demand is outperforms what the industry is forcing down people's throats right. whether it's pornography the car industry network television whatever I think it's the same thing right you know if someone that that's happened before with the internet the internet's been a great great equalizer where certain things were ignored and then they grew an internet following yeah because the fans said hey i want this
1: like russell peters our good friend like he didn't become famous because network helped him with the doing tonight show no they
0: rejected him aggressively for years
1: and he even told me he didn't have a manager until like i guess eventually his brother did it but he, he's like the biggest, <laughs> he's the biggest touring comic in the world and nobody wanna represent at him, you know what I mean? So, and how many publishing companies say no to Harry Potter? Um, people don't know, you know, it, it's like, of course, I mean, knowing what we know, would you have rejected those people now? Of course not, but you, people don't know sometimes. It's like- Well, because, it,
0: because they're going by what they think and what they think is going by what is the quote unquote industry standard. You know or or yeah. the mainstream and the, anytime you have a huge success it's always something that's outside of the mainstream you know
1: I'm, I'm sure somebody's trying to probably make like a remake or something similar to game of thrones right now you know <laughs> right
0: it's always back to game of thrones yoshi
1: <laughs> i'm just saying like
0: <laughs> you love game of thrones
1: <laughs> it, it's a great great show and um mm-hmm. I, I i don't know her because i only talked to her once but keisha's gonna be uh next On season episode five, right?
0: yeah.
1: yeah um Playing character named Obara Martel, which is funny because Obara was the name of the serial rapist in Japan.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He was a he was a Korean
1: Japanese guy. But anyway, (laughs) Um, but going back, I I think the E three thing because you you were you were kind of laughing, maybe a little bit of shaking your head because there was a girl, I don't know, within the last six months. She was 12 and she noticed there was a bit of discrimination against girl characters in video games. Like some games you have to pay like $5 to change the character from male to a female.
0: I wasn't laughing at the girl, I was laughing because it was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And again, I want to say video gamers, if you're out there, don't be a freaking idiot. Don't you want to make money? You know, women in the gaming world is the fastest growing sector. And yet they still, like you said, they have so many games where there's not even a female character, not even one female character. It's ridiculous. It's
1: ridiculous. Like most in America, they're they're not gonna change.
0: Just add it. Just do it. They're saying well well their complaint is that it takes so much money and they're not you know, they're not women are not playing games. women <laughs> women in gaming is the hugest I do you know what, what were you saying? The Kim Kardashian game made half a billion or something?
1: Some crazy Some crazy about, number.
0: Yeah. It's a stupid Kim Kardashian game and people are like, Oh, I hate Kim Kardashian. How could that money? you know, girl girls want games. Yeah. There's not that many girl games out there. And and
1: I wanna make a game called abortion. <laughs>
0: Yoshi <laughs> <laughs> do I
1: have to describe what you have to do in that game
0: no but that reminds me of that joke you have about the the rape um, sims game <laughs> you said there was oh yeah, yeah someone created like a, a rape lot of rape jokes um,
1: <laughs> no but I mean I, I think you know we, I, we said this before over and over again the definition of insanity is doing the same shit over and over and expecting different results yes and there's always new opportunity. I don't I don't believe that like everything under the sun's been created. There's going to be some show or new medication. There's always something new that somebody's going to figure out. And of course, afterward everyone's like, "Oh, I should have thought about that." But like life is full of that, you know? And
0: there's so many inventions. I mean, how many people went to blockbuster frustrated with their late fees and thought
1: there's 12 year growth in like Blockbuster
0: <laughs> and thought of an idea like Netflix everyone thought of an idea yeah. net, like Netflix but they they didn't act on it you know i remember paying late fees at Blockbuster and thinking oh if there was only some type of video service you know and that's what that is how the best ideas and the most innovative ideas that's how Airbnb was made you know the guys were just thinking oh I wish I could rent a place and this and yeah. that you know so every single great invention is just someone saying oh I wish that this ha- could happen oh let me create it yeah you know so the guy,
1: the guy I actually worked for John Stalliano he became Buttman because there was not enough movies with emphasizing but it sounds like uh, um, so like simple but like yeah sometimes there's like a need for something and somebody would come up entrepreneur and fill that need you know yeah so this is a really exciting time if you're a young person i think i mean yes exactly you know like we were talking before like if you have a cell phone you have access to the internet if you want to learn something the whole world is right front of you so um this is a really it really really is exciting time um i think the gaming industry like anything else should change because women actually have money, and they spend money, and if you like money...
0: (laughs) That's what I'm saying. It's like, listen, you gaming CEO idiots. You want to make money? Make some games for girls. And it's so funny because um, I heard an interview in NPR, and they they were interviewing gamers and stuff right around that Gamergate um, incident where that girl we were talking about earlier was being threatened.
1: She, I don't remember her name, but I I even Chloe something. I even talked with Chris Gore about this, but basically she criticized. It was and and I re- I remember I don't remember, but when I read them, they seemed very reasonable and valid. Uh, what they, were
0: what were her points? Some other points.
1: I can't remember, but like I'm sure stuff that we were just talking about, like why exclusion of female characters, yeah. you know, and then um, overall sexism in the gaming industry. You know, like if you're in traditional corporation and then uh you feel boss is go playing golf with all the other male coworker and you're not invited, you're in a disadvantaged situation, you know. So if you have a hostile environment with like success jokes or whatnot, um you know, that kind of stuff had to change, you know. Um I understand being perverted and like like <laughs> but there's always time and place for that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, it just it just baffles my mind that you would completely ignore an entire sector yeah. of m- people that are going to pay money, you know? I mean, I remember, and g- women love it, I remember when I was little playing those Nintendo games and I always wanted to be the princess, you know, well, the princess or Yoshi. What <laughs> yeah. And it, was it because I was crazy? No, I was a little girl and I wanted to be the girl character. Sure. So obviously, you know, it, it doesn't hurt to add a couple girl characters or even Chun-Li, you know, whenever I... I Played those fighting what was it Street Fighter yeah I always wanted to be Chun-Li you know so you just want to be the girl character because you're a girl and you don't want to exclude an entire sector of the market it doesn't it doesn't cost any more to add one or two girl characters out of ten characters yeah
1: like like even before we were talking about like when I was a kid we my friend Fred and I we played Dungeons Dragon. Dragons but like you, you learn to be sexist even without not noticing like I told you there's always like the scene where you open the door there's a dragon in there Room full of treasures. You're gonna find. You have a warrior in the full magical armor, and you have a dwarf in the full armor, and the magical elf with a you know weapon and spell, and you have a wizard, you know, with his magical staff, and you see a girl look like somebody from Deja Vu stripper. You know, like
0: (laughs) she's wearing a bikini, bikini outfit, (laughs) very
1: sexy, but like what? Every self-respecting women are very. Concerned with their skin, and you're gonna find a fire breathing dragon with like a G string. Like,
0: <laughs> Very why, logical, your G. Why would they do that? Like, <laughs> even I was
1: like, my reaction, like, what a dumb bitch. Like, <laughs> but it doesn't need to be like that, you know. Um, what I noticed last, last year and a half watching a lot of TV, and that's what you do, Rosie, when you don't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the show that I really, really enjoy always, they always, always have strong, interesting female characters like Nurse Jackie. Love that. I, I just uh, I'm almost done with Rita, which is like the Danish show. Great. Mm-hmm. Rita is the school teacher and mother and and uh, very conventional, very strong personality and help very curious by her students. And she does a very non-traditional out, uh, way of dealing with problems. She have a multiple sex partner. She smokes cigarettes in front of kids. <laughs> she had abortion. She even convinced a character to have abortion because you're 15, you know, this is not a way of life. But like every TV show in America, like they will not allow that, you know? And I think TV show in Europe, when I see, when I watch a TV or movies overseas, it's really interesting revealing how they do. They, they're humans too, but they live differently. And it was kind of shocking to see a teacher just smoking cigarette in front of a kid.
0: Even in class, about that
1: you know, <laughs> but like Shameless with the Fiona, which is played by uh,
0: Amy Russell. Awesome? Yeah,
1: I like uh, Claire Dane, Homeland, and all that strong characters in um, Game of Thrones. I really enjoyed those shows with like Happy Land, the main character was female. Uh, Broadchurch, another BBC, where the main character is female. It was really really interesting. Like I'm not threatened by having a strong female actors. Uh, characters, you know, that's r- really interesting. I like that.
0: So, what do you think it is about men that are threatened by that? Because there are, seem to be a lot of men, you know, giving rape threats on these boards. Oh, for that, going back. Or, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So yeah the, the, another... the reason you
1: brought up because that girl criticized the gaming industry, and a bunch of people start tweeting to her and like threaten her to rape her. Like, my reaction, like, fuck, you can't just write her an email. Like,
0: <laughs>
1: why, why rape? <laughs> I've had people got, uh, got mad at me you know like but just talk to me
0: you know <laughs> but
1: if you be an asshole or be unreasonable, I don't I, I would ignore you but like holy fuck that, that's, that's your first option <laughs> instead of talking there's no diplomacy you're just gonna fucking rape her because she's being reasonable and say things that you don't like <laughs> these guys are fucking babies you know um, like like they're cowards and they're, you know, it's like...
0: They don't use their real name. They have a smiley face and an avatar.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna fuck, fucking rape you, smiley face. <laughs> I mean, there's times you have to be anonymous because your job might be... Uh, uh, well, if you're being
0: anonymous because you're being really brave, like you're being a whistleblower, you're giving information, or of course, you're, you're doing something but honorable. The,
1: <laughs> the, but, but these are not the guys who are doing that, you know.
0: These are guys who are being anonymous because you don't want to see that they're complete losers and cowards and that they're threatening to rape someone online because she's saying something that's questioning uh, the status quo.
1: So I'm not like a, I'm not like a raw feminist person either. I'm just saying,
0: you're just saying use reason and logic. Don't go extreme.
1: Like if they say something and I, I have, I have to pause and like, well, I don't necessarily agree with you, but some of the things you say is, 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 I have to say is reasonable. I like money if I own a video game company. If I could additional fan base for my video game by making the character uh, option to have a female.
0: Without I, paying five bucks. Yeah, it's like,
1: is it really that big of a, I don't understand that, like you can't change the color.
0: <laughs> and make the hair longer. Yeah, like,
1: it, like you can't make the character like, okay, so it's a blue uh, outfit, Can you can't change the pink for something. <laughs> I don't I, I don't I don't understand why that's such a fucking hassle. I'm not a programmer so I don't, I don't know.
0: Well, suppose
1: but it is ridiculous to pay $5 to be a female character extra. Th-
0: that is ridiculous. Supposedly the argument that I would have heard uh-huh. is because they do like live action type CGI, and they model yeah. it after a person. And when you do a male character, you can just use one actor, and then you can just multiply it and put different I features. See. But still, so if you do a female character, supposedly you have to get another actor. Yeah. But still, I mean, like you said, you're you're excluding a whole fan base. That's ridiculous.
1: Like Laurel Croft. Yeah. Most of the players were boys. Let's be honest here, <laughs> right? Yeah. So they they play a game with female characters. So I don't I don't understand why. Like I say, if I make a game called abortion, then you have to have to be <laughs> it's it's i think I think change I don't like change i mean it when it's inconvenient, I don't like change I'm being honest with you, but I don't think this is like uh, really unreasonable, you know so.
0: I don't think it is. And, you know, there have been female characters in the past that were successful. Like I said, Chun-Li, you know, the princess. Yeah. People. Miss Pac-Man. Yeah, Miss Pac-Man. Exactly. Was that,
1: I mean, was that really hard? They put a bow
0: on top of her. (laughs) That's all you have to do.
1: And an eyeball.
0: Eyelashes, right?
1: Eyelashes, something. I don't know. I don't think it was that big of a difficulty doing that. I don't think so.
0: A lot of gamer companies are gung-ho about no female characters, as you can see. But, you know, who knows? We'll see this year. Maybe there'll be a bunch of female-based games at um, E3. You can go and tell me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I, I, I don't know if you watch UFC, but, like, I have a lot of respect for Joe Rogan. And, I, and, and whenever I listen to him explain the fight, it's enjoyable. But I I don't know who's who. Because I'm already I'm having a hard time keeping track of the sports that I, I really love, like football. Then, you know, basketball and the baseball what not. Maybe even hockey there. But I can't keep track, you know. And I don't mean like, I don't mean this in a disrespectful way. But really when it comes down to it, like, it's like one meathead finding another meathead. <laughs> no, these are like a super manly.
0: I've seen them, yes. Su-
1: super manly. Very little personality. <laughs> oh I have goodness. a hard time remembering their names.
0: Grunting, right? Not talking. Yeah. And,
1: you know, they have they all have a manly names. They're Superman High testosterone. Sometimes I got the feeling they're probably cheating with uh, steroids. I don't know. They're just a big
0: cauliflower ear, <laughs>
1: like a uh, fighter's, right? But you know what's what's interesting? The for me, I'm shocked to say this because my friend Rick Cole made, made me start watching the show. The shows with like women fighter, it's so interesting.
0: Your favorite Ronda Rossi, right?
1: Yeah, but it's like these shows where. Ultimate Fighting, whatever they like, they they had these women like uh, in two different teams, and they fight each other. It's very compelling because it's the same shit. Like they the guys will look mean to each other, <laughs> <right>? like <laughs> two pit bulls, right? They're mean. I know they could kill me. They're super manly, but monotone. They say, "Oh, I'm gonna kick your ass, this and that." You know, it's like stuff from all these days, right? And then uh, when one guy lose you know oh you know good fight <laughs> compliment 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 <laughs> and hopefully rematch whatever but it's amazing with women thing. like at the end of it the girl who won usually cries hug the other girl it's like it's really funny in that way like <laughs> it's so different from men's thing you know but Ronda Rossi I mean I don't know I, 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 I've been saying this she's done more for feminism than anyone else in the last 20 years you know what I mean like it's amazing like She's so popular and she's such a star like even men want to the fighting, you know, and we don't say like she's the best female fighter like she, it's so entertaining. The first time I saw her, it was funny because she's fighting some big fighter and they're in the uh, reporters interviewing both of them. Every time the reporter interviewing the other girl, the round you look away at others. <laughs> she can't even look at the other girl. She's just looking away be a hot girl as soon as the reporter talked to her she just look at uh, the reporter and talk but that's what i like i i i really i just saw the um instagram clip of her interrupting her mom's um kickstarter video <laughs>
0: okay the mom was
1: sitting on the bed and like trying to raise money for like video game for educational video games or something very nice I need an x amount of money to raise for like an educational video game if i remember right On the bed, she's talking. Next thing you know, Ronda Rousey jump in the bed like a little kid (laughs) and just giggling. That's the kind of stuff I really watch, enjoy watching. Like Asa, I just I don't like enjoy. I don't enjoy watching my friends fun kind of film, but it was most intimate when she was driving around and she was talking to her mom in Japanese. And her Japanese is not quite good enough. Like she talked like a little girl because you know she's not fluent or whatnot. But like those are kind of things. Like it's most entertaining to me. Like. Her putting a bunch of dick in her mouth, it it, it, it actually does not do anything for me. It's been done to death. And like, I know this is really gay stuff for me to say, but like, I don't know how many times she was topless in DVDSA. I was thinking to myself, like, oh my God, just put put your clothes on. (laughs) I don't care. It doesn't do anything.
0: And you're friends with her. Yeah. It's probably awkward.
1: And plus, I don't like fake tits because one, nipple is facing one direction you know what I mean right <laughs> and
0: then other nipples facing the yeah, other yeah the tits way. doesn't move naturally <laughs>
1: yeah. it, it doesn't it doesn't do anything
0: why but, do girls think that guys like that I don't understand I've never I have never met a guy that says he prefers fake tits I've heard guys say that they they like them natural or fake they don't care but I've never met a guy that said yeah I really like fake tits
1: here's the thing fake tits is not a good news for a guy actually fucking her if you're not fucking her and you just see her big boob sticking out in t-shirts and stuff, it's very appealing, you know what I mean? I could, I could understand that. Like, if you have no chance with her, having seen a fake boob, it sends a message too. People assume like girl with fake tits and, and tattoo somehow slutty or whatnot, right? So guys like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but
0: I've actually heard more guys say they don't like fake tits, Yoshi. I've heard a lot of guys say they don't like it. I don't like it.
1: I don't like More it More
0: than they've liked it I've heard a lot of guys say I don't like fake tits Like Because what What I've heard from men Is that they like women That are confident And yeah. sexy in their own body And a lot of women Fake tits are yeah. unhappy With their body
1: And you know she She's playing this role I understand it's porn Because most guys Who watch porn are dumb <laughs> But you know what I mean Like I'm not, I wasn't trying to be mean She's like Oh you never matched my scene Because I, One I know you And like I watch so much porn that it have to be something so different and genuine and like real for me to get into it. But other than that, like, it's just like a monkey show. I mean, I just don't care. Like Malcolm Glasswell talk about that ten thousand hour. Like you have to if you're going to be good at something, you have to pay, it's about ten thousand. I watch about ten thousand hours watching porn. It's got to be something special for me to get into it. But other than that,
0: <laughs> that was a very funny metaphor, Yoshi.
1: <laughs> other than that, it's just like oh, she's just faking that. It's just like. I'm just not Can you
0: tell if the girl's faking it? Have you watched so much porn that you can see if a girl's authentically, not faking?
1: I don't I don't think I'm 100%, but then like when I watch like oh I'm not into it or when a girl's porny
0: <laughs> <laughs> or what about this?
1: <laughs> yeah. You sounds like you're going to really just sneeze. It's like stop it. Or when when the girl's overly aggressive talking like oh <laughs> It just doesn't sound natural. Maybe that's that's who you really are. And how would I know? I don't have sex with
0: that. But I don't like when the girls are overly like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I know. I'm like, really? Especially,
1: especially that it's not even in yet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: Jules Ventura, She was on Tom Segura's podcast, mm-hmm. and I, I really like her. Even though you know, I don't. I'm not a fan of fake tits, but she's sexy to me. But she was very honest, it made me laugh. She said like, yeah, I only have like really orgasm maybe three to 5% of the scenes. And my reaction was, wow, that high? <laughs> <laughs> it just It's just a job after a while, you know? Like it it, it lose, sure, if you're a young girl, losing your virginity, it's, it's a big deal for them, right? Like, you know, sleeping with multiple guys, you, you want to keep your reputation, but for these girls, it's just a work, it's, like I said, porn is basically wrestling with your asshole and pussy
0: and tits. <laughs> hmm. You know,
1: if I see something like... Do you
0: think when the girls do those interviews and they go, oh, I love sex and this and that, it's all fake too?
1: I don't think it's true for every one of them. There's no way. Like, there, there's times when I watch scene like, oh my God, she definitely hates sex. <laughs> I don't want to put them in the spot, but like it's, it's... I could be wrong, but... I'm so biased because I spend so much time talking to people in the business, talking to girls. Well, talk. you're the
0: expert then, so that's not a I'm bias. I'm not expert,
1: but like my feeling is I don't like it because she's not into it. You shouldn't, you know what I mean, like we all... It's bad enough, we all have jobs where we do something we hate. Imagine somebody film you doing a job that you hate, and you have you, you, you later on, they, they see that footage, and say, like, oh, actually my job, like, give me a break. <laughs> How many times did you roll your eyes when your boss asked you something? You know, like most—I don't think most—you know, like most girls in porn enjoy fucking. I've—I've
0: I've heard that. I've heard that. From, I don't believe from it. porn stars as well.
1: Oh, you like two dicks in your asshole.
0: Really.
1: <laughs> you like guys ejaculating in your face.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I think some some women do, but
0: they're selling—they're selling a fantasy. It's just like strippers, right? A lot of strippers, you know. Um, that's why I get, I get, I think it's so funny when women get jealous of strippers. Like I've, you know, for example, um, for my husband's bachelor party, I let him go to a strip club and I didn't care because I know he's going to a strip club. It's his bachelor party. It's fine. You know, a lot of women said, well, how could you let your husband go to a strip club for his bachelor party? You know, aren't you jealous? Look, these girls are paid to strip. They don't want my husband. They want money. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a fantasy. They're selling a fantasy, and so many women don't understand that. There are still women out there, Yoshi, that get jealous when their husband goes to a strip club. Like, it's just so funny to me. You
1: know, what? I mean, they might end up cheating. You never know.
0: I understand that, but your husband's not going to run away with a stripper. <laughs> the-
1: it, 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 it doesn't happen quite often, but um, I don't want to say 100% is pure irrational, but. Um, going back remember the reason why I like Mike Adriano because he asked uh, us a question and basically I told him like it's probably better if you do less talking because
0: what was the guy's name?
1: Mike Adriano he's like he's probably the number one director for Evil Angel
0: okay sorry his his stuff is
1: good it's always like a lot of anal sex he's got a huge dick he's always fucking the girls with a good angle and he's one of the few guys uh, actually asked my question like less talking because most of the guys watching this porn they don't really give a shit what you think <laughs> and two um a lot of the guys who want to fuck all the time they don't give a shit about uh, shit about the camera angle Mike is trying to actually stop a scene when even if he want to fuck keep fucking stop and like give them a really good shots of a, like he actually cares about like people who are actually buy the movie
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um other guys don't what,
0: they, what, were, what was your feedback to him
1: basically that like um Asking girls dumb questions That they have to say yes anyway It's meaningless
0: Oh okay Like uh, do you like anal Do you like this yeah. Do you like that
1: unless, unless when you have having A conversation for something Like this is where Aiden Who used to be married To Bill O'Donnell His movies are great Because there's a behind the scene And the behind the scenes Are almost like Sometimes 45 minutes an hour With a girl Just sitting on the couch Talking about it And all of a sudden That girl is no longer A character Like She's a, a person Person yeah And because I watch So much porn I don't give a fuck About the fuck scenes anymore like, somebody, when a girl says something revealing, that's more interesting to me, you know. And I have a good serial killer memory.
0: <laughs> I like storylines. Out of the
1: hundreds of prostitutes, I, I could always remember the girl that I like, and that not get me off from that, but, like, porn, it's, so, it's like anti-Pixar.
0: Well, I like a storyline. Is that weird, when they have some type of storyline?
1: No, because that's very consistent.
0: That's Is that normal?
1: Yes, because... For
0: girls or just... Porn
1: to men What uh, Romance novels To women So the storyline Porn Is very much uh, What
0: women like (laughs) Poor
1: woman's Extension of uh, You know what I mean
0: I like like a storyline When there's something Going on like like oh there's a it's a boss and a, and the secretary and they're talking a little bit and this yeah. and that or like the doctor and and the patient or something I don't know it's like I like when there's like some type of storyline going on not just like oh yeah this yeah I picked this girl off the street oh yeah do you like it it's like I want some type of like story backstory
1: <laughs> because my friend Yoga's talk about this I mean, I've said this many times the show. The people who usually search for dicks, and about dicks, and a picture of dicks, it's almost, almost, close to 100%, it's men.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
1: It's gay men and heterosexual. uh,
0: Why are heterosexual men looking up dicks? To compare dick size?
1: That but like whenever they're looking for movies like Little White Chick, Big Black Monster Dicks. Okay. (laughs) It's it's men because heterosexual why do they look for movies with big dicks? Because they're 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 looking forward to that anticipation of women's reaction to that dick.
0: Okay. It's not because
1: we're into dicks. We're just you know what I mean, like
0: You wanna see the girl's face being like, Oh my gosh or whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And and um the reason why when the guys are standing Stall pissing, they all sometimes look over and look at somebody else's dick. It's not a gay thing, believe it or not. It's just evolutionary. It's it's um that's why some guys are into cuckold film where it's like a ra- it's a race. Like you see some girl getting fucked, it give you arousal because you want to compete against that guy and fuck her afterwards.
0: What is cuckold film? Like old guys?
1: Cuckold film? Um oh, I didn't know you didn't know that. So you know those cuckoo birds. There's a certain kind of birds. So what they do is like they'll fly into other other bird's nest and kick their their eggs over the nesting.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Then they lay their um, eggs and leave and let other people take care of that um, egg. Cuckoo film and porn is when when you have a husband or boyfriend leave and the wife or girlfriend getting fucked by another guy. Now. There's two variation, I think.
0: <laughs> I've never heard of this.
1: Yeah, two variation. One, uh, some some guys are into because they're into uh, humiliation, so they like they, they 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 come back. Oh, honey, I forgot my keys or whatever. And there's like, <laughs> gardener's fucking the wife, and the guy's oh no, please stop. You know, like he, he's uh, <clears throat> hurt by it. But some guys are really into that. They pretend that they don't like that. <clears throat> and two. Another variation called film is you're literally competing with another dick. You know that's why your dick is shaped like straight line with like almost like arrow like head.
0: <laughs> okay. Right.
1: <laughs> right. Like when Kobe Bryant got accused of a rape, that girl had maybe two or maybe three other guys' sperm in her vagina. And the reason why you have a dick shaped like arrow. <laughs> Because you literally penetrate the girl and when you come out, you're literally scooping the sperm out of the vagina.
0: Okay. I don't understand So
1: once you ejaculate, your dick go flaccid. The reason why go floss it because you don't want to take your sperm out of there. So when, when the girl's like, oh you ain't ripped, you ain't came, your dick is not hard. Well it's supposed to be like that. You're supposed to ejaculate inside and leave the sperm inside. You don't want to pull that sperm out with your fucking dick.
0: But what is the second type of cuckold film? You're competing with other guys. I don't understand what it is. Is it two guys trying to have sex? Like, I don't understand what the second version is.
1: But, so the cuckold film is like, guys pretend like they don't like that. Uh, they were try- they will end up trying to fuck her after the guy
0: fuck her. Got it. Okay, okay. Sorry, I didn't understand. See, sometimes- I got the first one with the gardener. I didn't get the second example. <laughs> The reason why
1: some guys get their dick hard when they see other dicks because it, it's like it's not a gay thing. It could be if you're if you're with a gay man with another gay man, another gay man. But with a heterosexual cuckold film, it's like, okay, you fucked her, I'm gonna fuck her better than you, and I'm gonna pull that sperm out of there, and be the superior sperm. <laughs> yeah. So this so when guys research dicks on the internet. It, it's it's arousal thing, It's a, it, the competitive stuff comes in, uh, but they love the fact that when, when women see a dick, they get aroused because mm-hmm. they're, they're there that time a month, whatever, their ovaries going crazy, whatnot. That, that, that's why um, some a lot of men, well, I guess some men like small feet because when the women are pregnant, their feet get swollen. Well, we're not interested in pregnant women, unless you're one of those freaks. We're, <laughs> we're looking for girls with small feet and they're, they're ready to consummate. That's why there's two different kinds of fats, right? In bodies. Why do men always like big tits and big ass? Because those fats in that tits and ass are specifically meant to, those, are, those fats are provide the energy to have, uh, have a child and give a birth. Everything revolving your leg, your stomach; those are the fats that give you day-to-day energy. That's why, whether we like it or not, we're kind of programmed to like curvaceous body, narrow—you um, know—curvaceous body,
0: not fat stomach
1: <laughs> uh, proportion. But the fat around the ass and tits are meant to give you a healthy child.
0: Yeah, they actually did a study where they showed different body types to <laughs> men from the Amazon. Yeah, and they mostly picked the curvaceous woman as attractive.
1: That's why when you see these, that's why it's such a conflicting thing for women, when you see fashion model in magazines, because they're tall, skinny, and they tend to have a small tits and flat ass, but they have to be really, really tall with a very symmetrical face, beautiful face, you know? It's because the clothes looks good on the tall, skinny figure, and they're sexy. But that's where women lose men, because men are not interested in sexy women. When it comes down to it, they they're intersexual women, and that that consists usually of women with big tits. I mean, the, the
0: Kardashian body type. Yeah. Well, that's recent though. There's you know there there's the more the Marilyn Monroe proportions were more similar for fashion models in the nineteen fifties. <laughs> it's gotten skinnier and taller with the with more gay men in the fashion industry
1: yeah and gay men do not care about how much women suffer because <laughs> they don't they don't um, I'm conflicted it's, it's almost like it's almost like you want to be seen public with those fashion models because they're so beautiful right like their face Nancy Ektoff talked about this she's a professor at Harvard at least she was 10 years ago and I think she wrote a book called Survival of Beauty and i read it it was was really interesting like she was saying a couple things that was interesting like the language that we use to describe beauty is always uncomfortable (laughs) okay breathtaking bombshell drop dead gorgeous you could think a bunch of other ones but just but every one of them describe words in a very physically difficult because when you see somebody beautiful it's it's um they get treated differently obviously but it makes normal people really uncomfortable because they're so beautiful and they they have social privileges right because no one will make them same standards
0: there there's um perceived privileges there's also negatives that are not understood as well but go on the negative negative
1: one of the negatives i've heard is that medical people give them than to give them less quality service because they're so beautiful they just figure they're so healthy that's not the case
0: that and yeah because I know a lot of fashion models that chain smoke and do other things yeah um,
1: all this unhealthy thing to keep to skinny. stay yeah. thin
0: yeah some,
1: some girls are naturally skinny there's nothing that you could do and
0: what, what is um, Adrian Curry talked about that why she was fed up with the fashion industry. She's doing a lot of cosplaying and also conventions now. Yeah. But she was frustrated with the fashion industry because the things they wanted her to do to encourage her to stay stick thin were very unhealthy. Sure. So um, that's one of the disadvantages. A a lot of disadvantages, too, are projected hate, jealousy. A lot of times people perceive that you're treated better. You don't have any problems. It's the same thing with wealth.
1: And they also think because they look pouty they think you're a bitch bitchy exactly but I've heard Karen Knightley say this even my friend Sasha Gray say it like I can't do anything but that's how my face looks (laughs) I never but when when Sasha told me I laughed because it never occurred to me like oh I thought you're just being like I don't know (laughs) frowning frowning no just like you know like you know, you see those cool French people, yeah, 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 cigarette, black <laughs> film, beret. I don't care because I don't care, you know, like yeah. that kind of. Cool. You're like, that's what her face looks yeah. like. Yeah, but like when I got to know her, I'm like, oh no, she just looked like that. She's very beautiful, but yeah,
0: Sasha's beautiful.
1: But she said, like, I can't really do anything about, like, I can't. She can't smile all the fucking time because her natural face looks like that, you know?
0: Yeah. Like I mean, my mom said,
1: like I always look like a stupid person.
0: <laughs> you know, that's what she said. I just there. I just think that there. There's okay. Obviously, there's a lot of pros to being extremely beautiful, but I don't like that because, but because there's a lot of cons as well, and people don't talk about that. And I don't like that because it's the same perception people have with money. Yeah. People say, oh, well, this person's. You know, I've heard this a lot from a lot of people. Oh, this person has money they shouldn't have anything to complain about. Well, that's assuming money solves all problems, but it doesn't. It doesn't. Sometimes it creates problems. it creates more problems and I know that because I have, you know, wealthy friends and family. Yeah. And you know, a lot of times Money creates more problems, people become jealous of you, people ask for money, they ask to borrow money, yeah. and uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. More bills, more financial things to deal with. You know, deadbeat relatives coming out of the woodwork, you know, asking you for money, or saying that you're being a snob because you don't want to give them money, because yeah. they're, whatever. And so, that's I think that's a very shallow-minded thinking, and I hear, I've heard that a lot. Oh, well, this person is rich, they, you know, I heard that a lot with Robin Williams, and it broke my heart, so many people saying, well, he had money and fame, what did he have to be depressed about? Well, that's just shallow. You know that's ridiculous. You know people can have mental illness, they can have emotional turmoil, they can have family problems and think, money doesn't think, solve that. I
1: think most people think you're depressed because something bad happened to you, but for him it's a I'm sure it had something to do with chemical imbalance he was born with it, you know.
0: Yeah, and it's just frustrating and very shallow to hear. So I don't I I back to I want to go back to your topic with saying that it's these are very painful things to say when someone is beautiful because it makes average people uncomfortable, but also there's also cons, not just pros. Oh, they're so beautiful, yeah. this and that.
1: Because every time I hear, like, some beautiful person with, like, a low self-esteem, always... Sh- I shouldn't be surprised, but, like, it's always shocking to me. Like, what? If I... <laughs> I don't like... I always meet someone, like, God, you're so good-looking. Like, I don't understand. You should have all this confidence. I don't-, I don't understand. I don't understand.
0: Because sometimes they're held to a higher standard. I know a lot of beautiful, obviously living in Hollywood, girls who are constantly being compared to other beautiful girls. Yeah. And also, especially in fashion, they nitpick at your body a sure. lot.
1: Yeah.
0: So, I mean, the average woman who's overweight, no one's gonna sit there and say, oh, you're fat, you need to do this, because that's considered mean, right? Yeah. But uh, if you're skinny, people feel like they are—they have the obligation or that they feel a right to nitpick at your body. Oh, you're beautiful, you should be able to handle it. Yeah. And I've heard a lot of models say that. And they, uh, you know, the reason I know so many models is because my sister used to own a modeling agency but um, in case you listeners are like, why does she know so many models? (laughs) But a lot of the models were insecure because people were constantly picking on them and feeling like it was their job to say, okay, you need to lose weight here, your tits look bad here, this looks bad, you're ugly here, you're ugly here. And so even though you're physically beautiful, you're getting criticized constantly for your job, that's gonna take a toll on you.
1: And I think when people like like Tom Brady's wife, Giselle Bündchen just retired, it was the last uh, catwalk, uh, walk away, whatever you want to call it for the Victoria's Secret or something. Yeah. And I think, I think a lot of people think when they think of a model is her because I don't know she grossed like forty-five million or something like the last She's year. She's one of the
0: top supermodels. Yeah,
1: but vast majority of models do not get paid like that at all, at all. If they're lucky, they make it keep one of the photograph pictures or maybe a piece of clothes if they're lucky. But quite often there's so many pretty girls. Isn't it amazing? Like sometimes some of the girls are so beautiful, but if their, if their eyes were like maybe quarter of an inch a little closer or farther away, then you would have been perfect, you know? It's like, it's, it seems so arbitrary. Like after a while, if I see hundreds of pages of beautiful girls, some agency, like I don't know what w- which one to pick because they're just so beautiful. They all
0: look alike, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: There might be a girl like maybe 90% because they're a I don't know why that ten percent will make her career so differently, but
0: Well there's it's, it's just
1: it's just enough that you didn't you ended up not having a career.
0: They're saying with Giselle and some of the other supermodels that they had a lot of personality. Yeah. And that actually helped them stand out. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you ever watch Top Model, but usually, if you know, a lot of the girls are pretty, but they're very plain looking. They're very, very beautiful, but they're just very plain looking. And that's why sometimes the girls that are mixed black and white with they look white, but they have the crazy afro Afro hair, or they have something, you know, maybe they look black, but they have green, green eyes. Something to stand out, you know?
1: Sure. And I don't know which uh, Top Model show, but there was this black guy. He's gay. His specialty is teaching girls how to walk with a personality.
0: I think that's top, top model.
1: Man, he's really good. I Miss mean, J?
0: Yeah,
1: I think so. That's a, yeah. <laughs> I used to watch like...
0: I think his name is Miss J.
1: He is so good. He's so good. Because I was watching one time. Naomi Campbell is one of the best in the business of all time. You know, she's like mostly black, but she has a little bit of white and Chinese blood in her.
0: I can see the Chinese, yeah.
1: She's beautiful. But her ass with the long legs and the way she walks... It's it's almost like Miss J and people like that teaching her how to walk. Almost like a military drill. I mean, she, it's not just walking, but with a swagger, with the, their ass just going oral, <laughs> like no business. You know, like her face, her body, her legs, and attitude with that ass. You know, Versace, this and that. I mean, she's conquering. Walk, you know, walk, walk i've been walking for 45 years but like (laughs) you know what i mean like
0: i can't walk like that i can barely walk in high heels it's a skill yeah
1: it it really is people people think it's how hard is it it's fucking hard tripping (laughs) present a personality while selling the clothes
0: yeah
1: you're selling this fantasy all combined collision all that and you do it Time after time, and
0: you're not—you can't look down at your feet. You gotta yeah. look straight forward. You gotta sway your hand. It's actually really, really hard. It's almost
1: like a girl doing gymnastics doing all these crests and then land perfect, two feet together with hands raised. I I would put that difficulty about uh, that level of difficulty. The
0: problem is that most people judge and they never try anything. You know, a lot of people think stand-up looks easy. Oh, you're just up there talking. Yeah. No, no, no. Wait till you you do it. Yeah. (laughs) Wait till you do it and then say, oh, they're just walking on the catwalk. No. There's photographers in their face, lights going off. Yeah. You know, you can't mess up, you can't trip, you can't fall. It's a lot.
1: It's a lot. And and, and sorry, I forgot the second part of Nancy Ackton, Survivor, Prettiest, but... um
0: you were saying the first part was they were describing. Uh, anytime you describe someone very beautiful, it's it's um, it's a painful. And then you were saying something else.
1: Fuck, I can't remember now. Old. <laughs> um, but it's it, it's it's a it's a tough business. Being pretty is tough, and I I feel bad, especially when they get old, because it's like athletes, you know, when they get old, they can't do the things they can't do anymore, so they have to change their game, right? Like Michael Jordan, when he got early to mid thirties. He really have to change his game he becomes smarter and fool the players you know so like when you get older as a woman you know beauty fades eventually and gazelle is still beautiful but she's you know she's she knows her days are up yeah but, but she's the, made
0: 45 million plus and she's married to tom brady so i don't yeah. think she's she's struggling but um but not just that but also they lose their identity i had lewis house on my podcast who's that um he used to be a professional uh football player and he said a lot of football players they commit suicide after they're they're done because they don't know what else to do with themselves. Right. They're used to waking up, training, you know, doing all these these th- drills and that's their life, that's their identity, and then all of a sudden there's nothing yeah. and they're sitting on the couch and they they either suffer from severe depression or <laughs> yeah. they kill themselves. I mean, not all of them, obviously, we would hear about a lot of dead football players, but a lot of them get, if they don't have something else other than football, because think about it, a lot of professional football players and athletes in general, they train from elementary, high school, I mean, it's their whole entire life. And then you're, you know, I I forgot who it was, I heard a football player say, you know, NFL also, you know, the nickname for NFL is not for long, right, (laughs) because you never know, you're gonna, you could get injured, you're out. You know, and and their life's over. So you know, like you said, the modeling, the beauty phase. If you're an athlete, it's like it's over. Yeah. And then, and then what?
1: Yeah, and I don't, I don't want to mention names, but I've I've had friends like, like Adrienne Curry's Like she's gotta be in the early 30s, right? And that's 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 a young girl, in yeah. my opinion. But fashion, that's really old. Yeah. You know, like a fashion. Well, she's not
0: doing fashion anymore. No. no yeah.
1: Be, because you know that that's a tough tough um, business to make a living out of you know and I mean what are you going to do like if you never develop personality you're going to try to have one when you're age 30 if you've been modeling you know and, I know
0: so many models who are retired already you know um, girls from my sister's agency who were pretty successful they were walking catwalk they were going to Milan they were going to Paris and they're already retired
1: quite often if they didn't save money they probably tried to marry somebody rich right because that's you are good looking, so you, you could do that.
0: A couple of them are married. I don't know if they're married to someone rich, but they they retired because you also another thing. A lot of people talk about comics having a hard time or musicians having a hard time being on the road, being away from your family. If you're a model, you're away. You're walking the runway. You're doing photo shoots. Yeah. You know, in Africa and photo shoots in wherever exotic location they need you to be. You're not home to be with your family members. No. You know, it's so it's very. I'm
1: sure a, a lot of them don't want to get pregnant because they're afraid of getting fat too
0: they are but i mean and then that's another thing so then as a woman you gotta say hey i'm not going to be able to have children that's not one of the options
1: and here's another thing and and i didn't even know we're going to have this conversation we need to end soon but like they they eat so little that they don't have period once a month you know like that's crazy when you start hearing like I don't know what you have to eat to have a period. <laughs> but whatever they're not eating or enough calorie, your body is like so exhausted. Like can't even do that. Yeah. That can be healthy.
0: If you're not naturally thin enough, but the, the specifications for female models are getting more and more extreme. Before it used to be 5.7. Now for runway, you have to be 5.10 minimum. Yeah. And very thin.
1: Like. Um, oh, my God. What, what's your name? She got in trouble with cocaine four or five years ago. Kate Moss.
0: Oh, I was going to say Kate Moss, but I wasn't sure. I was like, I feel like that's the standard.
1: She's like 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, she's very small, but she's got this unique look and intelligence and personality. So she was able to, uh, you know, continue to have a successful career. And she still does do stuff in fashion.
0: She is. And she's in her 40s, I think. And she has a successful line, clothing line, too.
1: And but here's another bad news for models. A lot of these magazines are start using celebrities. Movie star and things like that.
0: Well, that's the same thing with acting because uh, before voiceover actors, they used to use. They would, if you had a good voice, they would use, you know, anyone. But now they want celebrity voices for a lot of the cartoons.
1: Yeah, and if you have a very successful actor that people like, that audience will um, hear that voice and and, and then uh, give all the benefit of doubts and success to it. They, they they like the voice already. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a. Uh,
0: Celebrities are taking over. The average person doesn't have a chance.
1: We've got to finish. Uh, Rosie, do you want to tell your website and your podcast and everything?
0: Yes, check me out at Out of the Box Podcast. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. And follow me on Twitter at FunnyRosie.
1: And this is going to be up next Monday, which is May 4th. Um, you have any... Oh, what? you have a TV taping, right?
0: Yeah, I still have my TV taping. It's May 9th in Hollywood. Message me on Facebook.com slash funny Rosie and I can get you free tickets
1: alright sorry that we were all over the place thanks for listening um, like I said you know you could email me dumbyoshi at gmail.com and if you have a question for Rosie or I um, Rosie will answer them <laughs> <laughs> and your husband Andrew's here to take the dog so anyway thanks for listening <laughs> thanks thanks Rosie um, I was worried if I'm going to have anything to release next month and um, you, you make it fun for me <laughs> it was drag for a long time like it was it was getting to the point like it was getting work but it's work without not getting paid because <laughs> I lose money doing this but still there's enough people who listen to it for some reason so I figure to- keep going till the numbers are zero <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, all right well I will only, I don't have anything to promote except at the end of May the last week of May Phoenix Comic Con, I'll be there with Edwin Samuan and Chris Gore. I think we have about three, four shows in two different venues. And we'll do be panel for Phoenix Comic Con. And uh, that's it, watch Game of Thrones. And uh, by the time you hear this, you've already seen Keisha Castle-Hughes on Game of Thrones. Enjoy it, bye.